Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is not Carl Anderson. It is Josh Bailey coming to you. This is, oh man, episode 41. It is Sunday, May 8th. It is actually Mother's Day. And we have a very, very special guest. Um, I may know him pretty, pretty well. I don't know. It is the original JB, <laughs> the OG Jonathan Bailey. Jonathan, it's great, great to have you. Well, thanks for having me. I, yeah, special. I, yeah, you can call me special. <laughs> special, right. special in a couple of different ways, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thanks for calling me and uh, you know invite me on. I appreciate it. Heck and yeah. Excited well, to talk on the on the cast, man. This is a big deal for me and for everyone. <laughs> well, it, yeah. Well, you're you're calling in all the way from Wimberley, Texas. For those who don't know where Wimberley, Texas is, it's in between. Austin and San Antonio, so it's in the hill country yeah. of Texas, baby. Unfortunately, a lot of people are figuring out where it is, and they're all moving here, and it's like crazy. But yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it, there's good things and bad things about that, though, right? It, more yeah. people that move in, the the probably the higher the property value is. But Wimberley was was kind of a retirement community a little bit, right? It was. It was like the destination for Houston folks. They're like, oh, when I retire, I'm gonna go move to Wimberley, and then other people. You know, they were moving to Austin. Austin's a hot, hot place. And hot time. Figure, figure this place out. And now, you know, if you got some land, we're trying to sell out. Well, we already got it under contract, but it's a big deal. It's like, oh, wow, okay. Well, we'll, we'll actually, play with this. Yeah. Well, hey, not, not a dang thing wrong with that, right? Make, make your money when you can. We'll actually dig into that a little bit more because of the whole me doing Turo and, and you doing Air, Airbnb. But, man, yeah. just, to, just to remind our listeners, the, the last time, excuse me, you made a guest appearance. Was during our, our Mardi Gras episode, right? Yeah, absolutely. That what, was crazy. What a shit show, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I think back, when I think back about that episode, man, I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Yeah. Too many 1942 shots. Too much. Yeah. I mean, we started. Yeah, Carl was holding that 1942 like it was a child. Like, <laughs> I don't even think. I bet. I wish I could have went back to Carl when he had his first child. Cause I don't think he had the type of cuss that he had on the What <laughs> well, that boy held, he held that bottle the whole day, man. I don't even know. Oh what my god! <laughs> I, don't, I hope you hear this tonight. But that cuss from that nineteen forty two son—that was a grip. Yo. Be, that was a man grip he had on that. <laughs> you better hug that baby pretty well, man. I'm hey, got... and remember he was giving it out to your boy Bo. He let us get a get a little electricity oh. hey man yeah, once once again shout good. shout out to that cat man that uh <laughs> shout out to bo once again for letting us mooch off his yeah. generator bro yeah. we, we had so many double a batteries but it, it would have literally maybe gotten like five minutes in, into a pod so but yeah hey, i'll tell anybody who who's listening to this like the the uh mardi gras over there is like one of the best times i've ever had it's just Hell yeah, fantastic bro. it's not too crowded i mean you have everyone having a great time and the, the throws are great my children you know we live in texas but they i mean they love it they look forward to it every year so well and great. The it, young girl, Mardi Gras. yeah when that's the beautiful thing like it like you can if you're an adult you can kind of go and you start day drinking and it kind of leads into you know there's some time where you got to recover you got to go and eat and we had what oh man we had crawfish we had gumbo we had oysters we, everything we had a little like, bit of everything yeah like if you check it off it's like the whole trifecta <laughs> that's your the... boy carl your boy tyler and carl they were all out. that boy carl was it you know and ate so many oysters he, i bet he 
probably made a baby by the time he got home. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Should that should another, that uh, what do you call it, a- aphrodisiac? Aphrodisiac. What? That dude. Wait, I, I, think, uh, I was I'm wondering like, why he was. Carl, see you later, and he had a rise in his Levi's. <laughs> <laughs> a rise in his Levi's. Oh boy! Like, see you later, Carl. Oh, oh hello. Pinch the tent. I didn't know where you're going camping, man, because we're pinching <laughs> tents over here. Come on now. <laughs> no, but it really is. It, it's it's uh, you know adults. You can go day drinking. You do have to recover in the middle of the day, but man, it's so family friendly. Um, everybody's so happy to be there. And uh, man, that's call. So another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kevin Gates came to Lafayette. Jonathan, you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he came to Lafayette and uh, he has a song, Thinking With My Dick. And there was a guy in Lafayette, either Lafayette Parade or Youngsville Parade where they were playing that song and... They, it went viral. It went crazy. They actually, Kevin Gates actually brought this cat on stage. Oh, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, it was like a straight up white dude, just like, you know, white boy went out. Just yeah. hanging out, bro. Dude, he, he was vibing. I got a, uh, one of my good buddies, his name's K-Dog. He's the coolest guy and one of my best friends. But uh, he's like, I texted him. I was like, if I was a white boy, this is what I want to be. <laughs> you know, like, and I that video. <laughs> just cooling, bro. Just cooling. Well, Ke- Kevin Gates, what originally uh, originally from Baton Rouge, if I'm not mistaken, but Kevin Kevin Gates is uh, one one of my more like top maybe five rap artists that I really enjoy listening to. You look at my Spotify, you look at the the like songs. You, you're gonna you're gonna have at least three three songs of that guy on there. Just nice. just good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah he's. I like him. He just seems like a good, good guy. Well, you know? he's actually pretty motivational too. If you're, you know, most of us do this, scroll through either Instagram or uh, TikTok, whatever it is that you that you tend to scroll on. But he has some like really good quotes, motivational stuff where he's been interviewed and stuff like that. But man, you know, anyways, that Mark Mardi Gras is is just a unique creature. Yeah. And any, anytime you talk you talk about it, people think about New Orleans Mardi Gras. Man, come do the country Mardi Gras, bro. That's nah. Yeah. That's where it's at. That's where it's this at. This is like, yeah, it's an experience like no other. Seriously, like, you know, we live in Texas, but like my children, they ask about it. They're like, oh, when we're going back to Mardi Gras with Josh, you know, going to Josh's. <laughs> well, you Seriously, know, man, it's great. Yeah, I still got a bunch of freaking beads and hula hoops and stuffed animals and cups in, <laughs> in my garage right now. So anytime yeah. they want to relive it, I got a bunch of shit just in my garage hanging out. <laughs> it's like overload. Maybe we could get them to ride in a parade one year. So yeah, hey, there you go. Uh, <laughs> drunk in a bucket float. Then then that'll get the be. the mayor out there. Don't you know the mayor? Yeah, we, we, know, mayor. we know Mayor Ritter. We, maybe we yeah. can get the hookup and say, what's up, Mayor yeah. Ritter? Let's get us in. But speaking of speaking of kids, man, today is Mother's Day. So first happy off, Mother's Day. happy yeah. Mother's Day, and, and shout out to Brittany. That's your wife, your mother, mother of three. 
um, you know, um, wow. So first off, thank you to her for letting you call in and, <laughs> and putting up with <laughs> and putting up with this, man. That that's just a whole no, a whole nother creature. But but shout out to all the moms out there. Y'all are amazing, beautiful, supportive. Yeah, Man, just you know, it's appreciative. And, and Jonathan, obviously, you and I share the connection of having having, having the uh, our mom, Darlene Bailey. So obviously, shout yeah. out, shout out to her, um, and and what in in how she's brought brought us up. Obviously, of course, to help with with our dad. But you know, I, r- really quick, I want to give a shout out to the Katies, Carl and Tyler's Katies. You know, they they've been putting up with um with my shit for almost a year now. And so shout out to them. They're absolutely amazing yeah. moms and 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 uh yeah, man. Love 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 that I get to be a part of their life a little bit. But man Yeah, we uh, we got to hang out with them too for Mardi Gras. They were great, man. We I mean, we loved them. We had a great time with 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 both of them. I found out that I you know, I did a little bit of cheerleading at LSU or whatever, but I found out that I actually coached them at uca camp one year no i was like kidding. wow yeah was, was that crazy. both yeah because they both went to Berwick, right yeah so yeah small world it was just one year i only did it for one year but it was like she's like yeah you coached at UCA camp I was like wow <laughs> <laughs> it's a small world after all bro that definitely is. that's what but it's yeah, about that, but the moms yeah i mean like you know Brittany and our moms they're the best things you know they're just so loving and caring and they just you know care they just are very mom-like and that's what that's what we appreciate and that's why we had this day for them you know? no no great. doubt and, and and look no, no matter what no matter how much you know they're you know obviously in any relationship there's going to be some controversy not controversy but just some from friction or some arguments out there but we all know that without the ladies in our lives that we we would not be as good of men that we are right what, what's the saying that for every strong man you see you know, there's an even stronger woman behind him. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Preach, yep. preach it. Well, look, considering that it's Mother's Day, man, look, I just wanted to share a quick story <laughs> about like how much our mom, Darlene, loves loves us and what she was willing to do for us this is and if you have a story man i'd love to i'd love to hear if you have something but uh really quick this is a this is a story where i was playing i was i was in high school playing football and for some reason all of a sudden everybody gets this stomach virus right and this is a stomach virus no normal stomach virus jonathan this is this is a stomach virus where you eventually poop and puke on yourself and nobody (laughs) Nobody knew it, right? And oh. I remember it like yesterday. We were playing uh, Assumption High School in Napoleonville. Napoleonville. But Napoleonville, how we say it down south. Uh, Napoleonville. And um, gosh, man, we got our asses handed to ourselves. And and I just remember, I think I made a tackle once. And I tackled him, got up, puked through my helmet, and then went to the next play, right? It was that kind of game. It was it was oh, horrible. Wow. Yeah, it was it was bad, bad. So at the end of the game, I'm like, man, I do not feel good. And once again, we got our asses kicked. So it was n- not only do I feel like shit, but we also lost, which is never a good thing. But I promise you, 90 percent of the team was sick. So I ended up having to go to the hospital. They they 
shot me up with a bunch of IVs um, just because I was freaking dehydrated like crazy because it was coming out of both ends, which is not necessarily a good thing. And this is, <laughs> let me, let me preface, this is a pretty embarrassing story. So, so, uh, so go to the emergency room. They put, they give me a bed. They, they find me a room, give me a bed. They get, give me like two or three IVs. Um, I'm starting to feel better. Well, I, uh, you know, we, we get home and this is, uh, I, it's probably like two, three a.m. I get home. Both mom and dad are, are there, and and all of a sudden, I wake up. <laughs> I wake up in in uh like in the morning, eight a.m. Whatever it is, and I'm like, I you know you know I kind of like you 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 wiggle in bed, right? Like when you when you're starting to wake up a little bit. Well, I wiggled, and when I wiggled, I just kind of slid to the other side of the bed, <laughs> right? I'm like, I, mean, well, I don't even know what this what this is. Well. Well, I wiggle and I wiggle the other way. I'm like, oh, something's not right. There's a bunch of liquid in my pants and I don't even know what's going on. So oh, I, I get up, right? I get up and for some reason I wore white shorts, which is probably not a good idea. I get up and I'm like, I just shat my pants, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, shat my, I shat my pants sleeping, bro. Are you really t- telling everybody? I'm telling everybody. Well, no, because look, it's embarrassing for me, but let me tell you how golden our mom is. And this is, look, oh, everybody. Okay, I'm, I'm understanding. You connecting it around, right? This is how golden she is. I, I have a saying: if my, <laughs> I shat my pants, man, like legit. That if you ever say a joke, I, this is real me. <laughs> Uh, I always, I always have a saying, my mom don't make it to heaven. I don't have a damn chance in hell. So, um, so I get up and, uh, and mom was up obviously at that time. So I get up and I'm like, mom, I, I don't know what happened. She's like, don't worry about it. Go in the bathroom, go take care of whatever you need to take care of. Right. And so, you know, obviously it, it was kind of a mess, man. Like I had a stomach virus. So let me preface this. I didn't shit on myself on purpose. <laughs> I had a stomach virus. So, and then she, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. You know, it's not fun. I was, I don't know, 16 years old. It's not fun to be able to put up with that. So she comes, I'm, I'm in the, in the shower, you know, taking care of myself. And she comes like an order. She's like, hey, Josh, just put your clothes, you know, put your clothes in the outside. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. So I put the clothes out. Literally, it took me maybe like five minutes to, to take a shower. I just had to wash myself off. Right. Literally, as soon as I get off, all the sheets are off the bed. Right. All my clothes is, is away, right? And she went in there and grabbed the shitty sheets, literally, <laughs> literally the shitty sheets, and my shitty drawers and shorts. <laughs> and they were already in the wash, right? And I think literally maybe maybe four, three hours later, everything was folded, bed was remade. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. So shout wow. out shout out to you, darling Bailey, for yeah. loving me unconditionally. <laughs> Yeah, that's unconditional, definitely. A hundred percent. A 16-year-old, you know, growing growing boy, and you you got to change his sheets, man. That's not that's not a good story. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you, man? You have any uh, – not that you have to share uh, an embarrassing story, but, you know, any – any whether it's Brittany or uh, mom, any, any kind of thing that, that really kind of – sparks your in your brain right now just kind of giving yeah. a shout out to all the moms out there um i guess you know just being always you know moms are always there dude it's moms it's like moms is kind of like a verb you know it's not it's like uh they do their thing you know and they take care of their kids and they you know it's hard to explain uh the mom word is just it has a bunch of meanings and they they all kind of just 
hindered a business is the reason why we're probably all alive today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just wild, you know? So, yeah, you know, crazy. today's a, a good day. Our mom is no exception. She's one of the best ever. So, yeah, so we went, we went to brunch, went to the river. You know, the river is beautiful over here. I don't know if you've ever been here to Texas, but it's just fantastic. The, the it's, Blanco River. It's actually river, clear water, right? Yeah, it's, blank, <laughs> it's called the Blanco River because it's, uh, Blanco in Spanish is white, so the stone on the bottom is white. So, like, you know, if you're in a pool, um, most pools, the bottom is white, and it turns out blue. So the river is just naturally just like a aqua blue, and there's yeah, beautiful. There's bass and all kinds of sort of stuff in there that you can see. So the Blanco is actually, if you follow me on IG, you, me, you, and Dad went on a little kayak trip, right? How, yeah, how, yeah, how yeah. long? How long? That was what about three hours? And how, four. I think it was about four. Hours. About four hours. I got sunburnt as shit because I forgot to put suntan uh, sunblock on my back. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but how, how long a distance did you think we went on that uh, on that kayak trip? Oh shit! Maybe like. 10 miles maybe like seven to ten miles i think on the river yeah it was a nice little hike yeah it was nice we had a good time I oh mean, man we, we drugged we drugged the kayak a lot because uh the water wasn't deep enough but then we when we got to deep blue water we were just like chilling and probably got some video on your facebook or whatever from that but yeah man we had a great time that was fantastic yeah so so i'm sure anytime y'all get to spend some time by the by the river it's y'all definitely take advantage of it you know yeah anything to hang out you know mother's day is like special day so might as well take advantage of it and have some uh have some drinks bro drinks by the by the river that you can't you can't beat it man you can't beat it at all that cold drink son that cold drink (laughs) well that that kind of that's a good that's i'll piggyback off of that man and so carl and tyler for have forever kind of you know, and hey, shout out to them. Thank th- or not shout out, but thankful. I'm thankful for them to give me a shout out for my Turo vehicles. Not that it helps at all that anybody oh, yeah. that anybody listens with Turo my vehicles or not. But yeah, so many of them. Like hard to keep up. I'm like, good lord. Look, my mom. Uh, she was like, hey, Josh, I was so confused because I saw the post about the Jeep, but like when I texted you, did you get a Jeep? You were like, well, I was like. Mom, I was just kind of being shy because I thought you, I, I thought you would think I was being irresponsible, but I promise you it works. It works just fine. <laughs> yeah, it should just be like an enterprise rental car type deal. Shit, bro, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get that fleet going, man. That's what I'm trying to do. But yeah, get it right, get it tight. That's it. So I Turo, right? But you know, I gotta give you, I gotta give you, you know, some love on, on on this, Jonathan, because you've inspired me over time. Because you've been pretty successful at Airbnb, right? So give us maybe a little bit of experience of like Airbnb and what you, what you've kind of done in the past. Shucks, how many years has it been that you've been doing that? Uh, at least six years, yeah. So you know, I'm. I like to be a dreamer, I guess. So <laughs> a free like, spirit oh, dreamer. Yeah, I was like, oh, I love the airstream. Let's set up an airstream and people ran out, and so we did that, and it kind of started slowly, but it's really picked up, you know, especially after COVID and all that good stuff, because everybody wants to get out of the city and they want to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, be in the country. And so, yeah, you know, it's done well. Now we have four of them, and. Uh, and they book out all the time, but it's kind of crazy because, you know, just like the Toro deal, you just get a lot of people that has never 
like in your situation is like, oh, I've never driven this kind of vehicle, but I'm going to take it across country. And so there's a lot of <laughs> rolling pains in between is the same thing. You know, it's like a lot of people, they're like, oh, I never stayed in an RV before, but I'm going to come stay in an RV. And it's just kind of a different experience. It's just different. But, well, and, yeah, and, but, and we can ha- we can follow you on Instagram, right? It's, right? right? Happy well, underscore camper underscore Wimberley. Yes. So add. I live my life underscore. <laughs> hey, man. That's, that's how you got to live it, man. That's, sometimes just live live the life underscore. So underscore. It, follow it on Instagram. is at happy underscore camper underscore Wimberley. And, man, yeah. you, you have a beautiful you have a beautiful spot, though, right? You, yeah, it's, it's great. It's four different spots that you have, right? It's all it's all airstreams. So if you love airstreams, you don't know what airstreams are. Shame on you! And you, you <laughs> Google it because you'll be. It's a fancy ass camper. Hell okay? yeah! That's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you got them. You know whether they're brand new or not. You you get them like kind of um, what do you call it? Glamping. So it's more of yeah. a, a glamping style, which is like glamorous camping, right? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, I know some of them have hot tubs, or do all of them have hot tubs? They all have hot tubs. So. There's no other place you can just if you even even if you have an RV and you go to an RV park, there's not a hot tub just sitting there, a private hot tub. You private, know? So, private hot tub. Yeah, is key. yeah, it's like sitting right outside your door. You get in a hot tub, you go to you know, and then there's a river there, and it's just cool, you know. But um, for a lot of people that have never RV'd, and that's what you get a lot of times is people that are just looking to rent something and it looks cool and they get out there and like oh man this is great and then when they try to buy their own rv and they go i was like oh this is not the same like no it's not because you're in an rv park this is not an rv park it's just like a a private area where you can just hang out and you know do your thing yeah hell yeah well yeah not to mention the work that's involved in if you have your own rv right oh yeah i mean uh rv is kind of like a boat you know it's like you know a lot it's always something <laughs> but yeah but, there's you know, always something yeah, you gotta I don't be negative. It's, it's good. if it wasn't good i wouldn't still be doing it but yeah um yeah it's it's great airbnb and turo is kind of like the same deal you know just like you have your good days and your bad days <laughs> yeah no. and you hope the good days are i'll do, I'll do the bad so well, just just like anything in life, right? This can be on a on a on a just a normal week. Hey, you're gonna and, and this is this is a good saying, and I did not come up with the saying, but you you got to have the bad days to know what the good days feel like, right? Absolutely. So that Absolutely. that's a whole part of it. Man, is there anything like um you know obviously it, it's a business for you, right? So you treat it as that, and it and it creates cash flow, and and, and it's been it's been good for for you guys you know, thus far, but is there any like positive, big, big positives versus like the negatives of it? And that for Airbnb specifically, because Airbnb, everybody knows Airbnb, not everybody knows Turo yet. So maybe give your, give your insight and I'd love to kind of get mine. Yeah. You just realize like the eyes that are on it, you know, like you got people coming from all over the place that are, and, or we get people all the time. Like I've been looking at this for three years and I, I just couldn't afford to do it. And now I can, I'm so excited, you know, and when, and when people, you know, send a message like that, you're like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. Like, this is a big deal in this person's life. You know, I want to make it right. You know, I want to I want them to enjoy this time they're they're at because, you know, even Toro, same thing. You know, you're you're booking it off of a picture. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to drive that Mustang or that Jeep right. or that um, forerunner because I'll see a picture and I think I can see myself in it. Same thing with my stuff. It's like. I see airstream and uh, environment. I can see myself in it, you know. So, you know, it's a uh, you kind of see what other people see, and it's hard. You know, everybody gets jaded. You start to 
get into your routine and do your thing. And, um, you know, after a while you're like, okay, well, let me wake up a little bit and realize what I'm, what kind of, what kind of thing I'm providing for people. And it goes for anybody in their job, you know, like whatever job you're doing, you're like, what, what am I providing for, for this person? Like, or this group or this company, like, you know, so I think it just kind of helps to like wake up a little bit and realize what you're kind of doing. Well, I I think a a couple different things on, on what you're saying, like number one, you're in the hospitality business, right? Whether you, whether, whether you like it or not. And it's kind of the same thing with me, whether I like it or not, we're kind of, you know, both in the hospitality business, but also, it, it kind of shows to where like, man, people will pay for experiences, right? It's mm-hmm. no, no matter how much you, you, you know, like to book one of your, your, your bookings that you have on Airbnb, no matter how much it is per night, like people are willing to number one, drive out to you. Cause like you said, most people are coming from the city. They want to be in the country and they're willing to pay for an experience to where they can maybe be secluded. They have a hot tub. I look, I know personally when I'm looking to book through Airbnb, I book Airbnbs plenty of times. Like, man, there's filters on there, right? Like, mm-hmm. it can can is there a hot tub there? And I think that instantly makes it a little bit more, not reputable, but like just you know, like uh, attractive, I guess you can say, right? Oh, absolutely. So we did ours for two years without a hot tub, and then we put one in, and it was like boom, crazy, yeah, yeah, blowing up. It's about the experience, man. Give give people the amenities that they that they need to be able to. to Think about social media, right? Take a take an Instagram story, or post on Facebook, and whatever it is. And I think that's that's the name name of the game. But let, let's talk about the real honest truth of like you, you you do build an experience, but a lot of people need to understand like the amount of work that goes into it, right? Is that think about like, and this is from my perspective, right? When when I flip, I call it flip a flip flip a vehicle. Excuse me. So when I'm going from one renter to the other, what am I doing? I am vacuuming. I am washing, right? I am cleaning out all the crap that everybody left. You know, I'm making right. sure that they didn't do damage to that I need to report. Man, it's it's not necessarily glorious, right? So for, for all the listeners out there that are looking looking back and like, oh man, this guy must have Airbnbs. This is great. Man, look, it's a lot of work that kind of goes into it. Yeah, not because I know Tyler, cause, I mean Carl sometimes will come help you clean. So you gotta make sure he's available to clean your right. your uh, your thing or whatever. So Anyway, I was trying to tell a joke, but it didn't work out. That <laughs> was it? Was it about uh, Carl cleaning my thing, or what? I'm yeah, like... Carl cleaning your car? Yeah, that's what it was about. <laughs> I don't know if he still does that. I know he's no, he, a couple times. No, he, he was pretty upset about it that you left him out. So, well, because I honestly felt bad, man. I feel bad when I when I'm asking. Like, I've always envisioned somebody like cleaning out uh, or flipping a, a vehicle for me to be like someone younger who's just like trying to grind and. And make a little money on the side but i think carl likes the being involved in like a business outside of his normal business and kind of same thing yeah. with me like it's just a, a little side hustle that that kind of goes into it but there's a you know it, it's, it's been a great experience obviously you know you deal with the crap just like anything else anytime you deal with people you're gonna deal with the crap that that's involved and unfortunately my forerunner has been damaged actually twice so kind of going through that right now but Man, I would say overall, it's been a it's been a fun experience. You learned a lot. Mm-hmm. There's always a customer service aspect of it, um, and it's just a, a cool way. Since I go out of town all the time, to um, to make a little bit of additional money, or, or why not? You know. And so for you, yeah. what? How many how many acres do you have at your at your Six, spot? Uh, we got six acres. You know what's funny is like a lot of people is like, oh yeah, I mean, oh man, that pays your mortgage. It does pay my mortgage, but it's a lot of work. Like people calling me at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, I got ants in the camper. I mean, you know, it's like okay, well, 
I don't know what you want me to do at two o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping. I mean, I can't come in, can't come in there and like you know extinguish all the ants. Sorry, you know. Was well, it? It's, 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 it's pretty simple. Like, don't leave food out and just squash the yeah. damn ants. Yeah, and just or, you know, it's just silly stuff. I mean, I don't know. When you do it for a lot while, you're just like, oh man, this is kind of okay. Some things you understand, like absolutely. Yep. Let me let me let me take care of that. But some things are just like. Could this wait till the morning? Like, you know, but, a, a, you know, a little bit of part drama. Of it. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of drama. Well, everybody L- likes drama. Oh, every, oh, man. Everybody likes drama, which, which kind of, did you, I, did you do that on purpose? Because that kind of transitions pretty well to my next point. Is well, it's, <laughs> that's called a segue. That's what it is. <laughs> is that segue. what that is? Man, you did that perfect. We, we didn't even plan on that, Jonathan. That was, that hey, was did, you, did I tell you I used to be on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of drama, Man, so quick, quick little tidbit is that somebody put me on, or they were talking about a podcast they listened to is the like the challenge. I believe it's by MTV. But when when I when I heard of the challenge, it thought me it brought me back to like real world versus road rules. Do you remember that oh, way back in the day? That's old school. Oh yeah, that was Ooh. that was a good old days. So that was like what two thousand, two thousand, bro, old well, two thousand. Oh man, old school. So it brought me back even further to like just the OG, like real world, right? And so um, I got a Paramount membership through Amazon because I wanted to watch the Halo series that just came out. Yes, I'm a big nerd. Is <laughs> I play the game, so if there's a series on it, you gotta watch it. Come on, I was gonna say I'm gonna check that out. I haven't heard about it, but you know, oh, bro, Master Chief. I mean, it. You know, to say that it's a great show, eh, but it's a show based off of Halo, so. You know, yeah. I almost almost had to watch it. It, it. it, you know, it's entertaining. Let me just say that. So, so I'm scrolling. You know, I'm just scrolling. It's you know whatever, and uh, I see a real world New Orleans reunion, and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this shit show. And I'm like, typically I don't allow myself to watch that kind of stuff because it, man, there's something about like scrolling on social media or like drama TV, reality TV that just it makes me want to puke. It's a little brain decay. It, like, decays your brain real quick. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I'm like, why am I watching this again? So, man, I, I, start, I started watching. I started watching. I'm like, man, I've, I've figured out why this is so entertaining is that, like, every single person has their own or their own. They're all, like, trying to fight for their own identity of, you know, and they, they just all, at the end of the day, are just humans, right? And so... Right that they just call each other out or they get upset or butthurt about this or that, but it's all televised or it's all recorded the whole entire time. So it's like, right. do you remember anything from like real world that kind of stints it? Wait, this is way I'm asking a lot here. This was not a prompted or planned question, but do you right. remember anything that kind of stints, uh, sticks out in your brain? No, I know. Like whenever the, the, the cameras are on you, like, you know, you got to feel like, you feel like, you know, you got to put on a show, you know, type of deal. Yeah. So I think a lot of these people like the bachelor, like it's the same shit, you know, they're like, Oh yeah. Uh, uh, they just make shit up, you know, it's not even real life, you know, and they think they're in love with each other. Like on the bachelor, my mm-hmm. wife used to watch that shit all the time, but, um, it's the same thing with the real world. It's like, Oh, there's a camera following me around. So there needs to have some kind of action or if there's not, then I'm boring. Then I won't be on the show enough, you know? And so I think there's a lot of pressure from those folks to do that type of thing. But, um, I guess, that wasn't your question. Your question was, do I remember any other characters? Your boy Theo was from Louisiana, 
and now he's like an um, actor, and he was actually on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Um, a while back, man. Well, so what's his like, What's his name? Theo Van. Um, Theo. I, gosh, I know. I remember when he first got on the. Um, I was at LSU at the time, but when he first got on there, because everybody was like all wound up about it, because no, no, Theo's on Real World, blah, 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 you know. And then he came into town one day. Theo Vaughn, Theo Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, he does, like, stand-up comedy and shit now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's been on, like, Joe Rogan. Like, he's, like, kind of big time, you know. I mean, for a Louisiana boy, I think he's from Lafayette area somewhere. I don't I don't know where he's from, but I, he see, might I, be I didn't even know that. The, yeah. The, he, the, he's from the Burry? <laughs> yeah, he's got a coon-ass accent. He's oh, like, he does, man. Yeah, he's, like, a straight-up coon-ass, and he's all... He's over there, like, hanging out with Joe Rogan and all this bullshit, like, doing all this crazy stuff. I'm like, that damn coon-ass major. Look at him. Yeah, wow. shout, out, shout out to him, man. Look, I he, seen him one night. In La- I, he was out in Lafayette one night at, uh, I don't know, it was back. Maybe it was the plaza back in the day. I'm oh, dating myself. I'm about to yeah. say, good lord. What, what was yeah. the, tell us about the plaza, man. What was that? Oh, good lord. They had, like, <laughs> this freaking 25-foot statue of Marilyn Monroe. That's all I remember back in the day. It was, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. The thing was spinning around like crazy, and they had a, a fan blowing this dress up. You know, the typical Mar- Marilyn Monroe deal. Yeah. I don't know. That was, that was back in the day, man. That was probably, like, 2002, 2001. I don't know when it was, but it was – yeah. Anyway, but, yeah, that's kind of the time frame probably – in between you know, 2002 to 2006, something like that. But, See, yeah. I, I didn't even know Theo Vaughn that like so. That's how he got his kind of like his limelight originally is through yeah, uh, real, real world. world. Yeah. God damn, yeah. I didn't even know that Absolutely. man. Yeah, he was on with a uh, that and that dude that was he now he's a wrestler I think. Uh, the Miz. Oh shit, the Miz. Yeah. Yes. He, he he was on Real World too. He's like, oh, I want to be a wrestler. And, you know, and he, he ended up doing it. Yeah, from real world, but that's how it started off, you know. It was from real world, dude. That that's crazy. so crazy. So it, it's funny because you know you you know you're excuse me you you were the you were the first child, right? I'm the baby, so there there's some years in between us, but like there there was obviously a lot of the 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 same stuff in terms of like um like what was popular at the time. So you know Theo as real world, where I know Theo just as the comedian. Right. And so because he has his own podcast and dude, he's absolutely hilarious. There's something he's probably the most raw like comedian that I'm that I that I've listened to just because he's he's from South Louisiana. So he just talks a bunch of shit and (laughs) there's no there's literally no holding back, man. The original I don't know what year the original real world. He was on that on that thing. On the original. Oh, he was the original. Was the Miz on the original too? Real World New Orleans. Yeah, I think it was the Miz and him. I think they were on the same episode or whatever. God but, bless, man. And God he bless. was in love with some girl from Cutoff or whatever. I don't know. It was crazy. It was like <laughs> it had like three or four Louisiana people in on the Real World New Orleans, and you know uh, he made it, and then the other chick, I don't know what she. I don't know, I'm about to say up in some kind of porno or something i don't know she no kidding yeah, yeah yeah no no offense to anyone from cutoff but any if, if you use the, <laughs> if you use the phrase i fell in love with a woman from cutoff oh man that's probably your first mistake <laughs> yeah everybody from cutoff automatically hates me right now it happens it happens it does happen. well speaking speaking of uh being being heartbroken man the you know, I I think we even talked about it before. I, I know you haven't done or indulged in 
uh, sports betting a ton, but in Louisiana, they they approve sports betting through like different apps and stuff like that, like DraftKings or FanDuel or not, anything like that. Man, t- speaking of like just heartbreaking, man, I, I think I won like two hundred fifty bucks off the Super Bowl, and Jonathan, my account is down to like thirty two bucks right now. <laughs> so my question to you, my question to you, man, is like, man, what the fuck makes somebody successful at sports betting? Because obviously, I'm not, man, I'm not, I'm not that. I'm not that successful at it. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't wrong. think anybody is. It, this, here's the thing. Anything with betting, everybody talks about when they win, and they never talk about when they lose. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I won $4,000 on the Super Bowl. I bet this crazy bet, and I won it. But then they took that 4000 and they bet it on something else and lost it. It's the same thing with crypto or anything else. You know, it's like, oh, man, yeah. You know, don't believe nobody. They're just like, oh, yeah, this uh, – this is I, I made all this money, you know. I'm, I'm just a good better. I just know the line. I'm like, no, the only people that know the line is Las Vegas. Mm. That's why. You ever Great go to point. Las Vegas and you see all these big ass hotels and shit? <laughs> they didn't do that off of guessing. They, I'm gonna say guess they, who guess who paid for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> me and you or whoever. You know. How many how many times have you been to Vegas before? Uh, four, three or four times, I think already. Good and, good times you know, or bad. Oh, yeah, great times. I mean, it was fun. I mean, it's not like, oh, yeah, if I want to go to vacation now, I'm a little older, almost 40. I'm not like, oh, yeah, let me go to Vegas. I got little kids, you know. But maybe when I get older, I might want to go back, you know. And It's just, it's fun. It's just kind of like, Right. You know, that's it's not nonstop, right? Nonstop. Yeah, when I when I go there, I feel like that. You know, okay, but you know, it's just like okay, good lord. Is that is that is that being in the club or is that the pace that you're that you're that you're moving at? Uh, No, it's all everything. A little bit of both. You go to the dinner, you go to the club, you go to the strip club. It's like, good lord, how many times are you gonna hear this goddamn beat? I'm gonna say it's the same damn beat everywhere it's like, oh man, what's up with this? Bro, so straight up, I I only I've only been to Vegas once and you know, you know how it is, like late at night when you've been drinking, you gotta find some late night food. And everybody knows Taco Bell is like the go-to late-night food. Have you ever been to the Taco Bells in Vegas? I've never been, but I imagine they taste just as good as the one anywhere else. <laughs> it does, but the experience is so much better. Bro, it's oh, a it's, club inside of the Taco oh, Bell. It's crazy. Well, just like I said, Taco Bell, <laughs> wherever you It's the same, same damn thing, bro. It got, yeah, go, go. I, well, here's the test. Next time you go to Vegas, go to the doctor, get your hemorrhoids checked out. And he'll probably be like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> while you're there, you're like, good lord, is Vegas just all the same sound? It's like, no matter where you go. Shit. Why would I be going to get my hemorrhoids checked out, bro? I don't know. Whatever you got to get checked out, whatever. <laughs> just get it checked I, out. I was just trying to make it vulgar because I'm dr- on drunk on the bucket. Right? <laughs> I thought you were first going to say because I'm drunk. <laughs> no. Because I'm on the podcast. Uh, hey, man, got, is vulgar, right? That's what I'm trying to get. I mean, we we do every time we put it, we put it as, as explicit. So <laughs> we, we got to preface that to we got to preface that to everybody, right? I mean, what's more explicit than hemorrhoids? You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, all those people, all those listeners who have hemorrhoids, you can relate. <laughs> 
They, they know what they're saying. They know what they're saying. Well, man, well, one of the one of the last things I don't know how, how, how much have you kept up with the uh, the NBA and kind of what's going on with the playoffs. Uh, not much, to be honest with you. No, I no, that, that that's okay. Just I want to pref preface it really quick. We got we got the Phoenix and Dallas. They're in the series tied two two. Then we got Golden State and Memphis. They're in the series. Golden State leading two to one. Then we got Milwaukee. And Boston, there Milwaukee's leading two to one, and then we get Miami and Philadelphia. Miami's leading two to one. So uh, everything. I mean, I like the competitiveness that's existed so far. So I'm excited to kind of see what what's going to come down to to the actual finals because this is it's getting tight, man. It's getting real, real tight here. But any hey, just wild guess. I know I know you said you haven't been really keeping up with it, but Phoenix, Dallas, Golden State, Memphis, Miami. Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Boston. Who who you got? I think I'm going with Golden State. I mean, they they're the tried and true, and your boy Steph Curry is coming through. I mean, I'm always on. <laughs> Wait, did you just rhyme? Did you just rhyme that? Yeah, I mean, right? I know you're a freestyle rapper all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, your boy <laughs> Steph Curry, that dude. I mean, have you seen him for his halftime warmups? He would just be shooting from free throw line and he backs up three point line. And just everywhere. All over, he's in the stands. He's talking to fans. He's just—he's a cool guy. He I mean, is. I mean, if you like that, you're gonna win. He's a winner. He's gonna win, bro. Yeah. Freaking Golden State, all the way, baby. Let's go. He—he's a wiener. Let's just say that. He, yeah, I mean that's that's my pick. Hey, I, I like it. I like it. Look, Steph. We all know Steph's one of the 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 greatest shooters that have come in in the past. I don't know, decade or two, but yeah. Oh man, hey. you know. What's that? Let's talk about this, though. Uh, can a referee call a trap on the NBA these days? Because you know what? I've watched <laughs> way too many damn games. Your boy LeBron's over there. Look at him. Five Carrying steps. Damn ball. Ten steps. I'm like, good Lord, how is this not a travel? Yep, that's a dunk. Bitch, that ain't no dunk. <laughs> you say you saying he's, wa- he's walking on the court with the, with the ball in the same? Yeah. Travelocity called him saying, yep, that's a travel. Well, I think and they still didn't call it. Good <laughs> Lord. I swear to God. I he should be he should be sponsored by Travelocity travel yeah, so damn because, much. I mean, we played basketball all our lives. And you it's know the what? False, it's the live. false step. If I pick my pivot foot up, yep, travel. They got you. But these motherfuckers in the NBA, millions of dollars, they ain't got a one damn travel. I mean, they've been they've been walking with the ball for four days. Look like a <laughs> Look like somebody in a desert, just in a desert with a basketball, just walking. Oh goddamn! Where's my wall? I guess I gotta. I can't dribble. That's how to walk with the. I'm like, good lord. I guess I gotta can... dribble eventually, right? Jeez, can I can I get a travel or something? A walk? You know that. They're they're changing the or this past year they did change the rules in terms of like um, people like leaning into uh, into defend defenders trying to you know draw the foul or whatnot so they did change that up a little bit but I do agree with you that in terms of the traveling yeah I think they the refs it's like the uh, referees are embarrassed to call it sorry LeBron but I gotta call travel and I don't feel good about it right now but I'm gonna do it wait wait do you, you hate know? do you hate on LeBron as much as I do because I know for yeah. sure I hate on that dude LeBron's like Tom Brady and all the rest of them that get all the calls because they are who they are and I'm like, oh, well, this probably wasn't a foul because it was LeBron let's let it pass 
you know, it's politics. Just like it's human nature. And that's what I don't like. You know, LeBron, whatever. He yeah. likes China and all that. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, where's Tyler? We need Tyler. Get Tyler up. I was like, where's Tyler? We we should call him up. We should connect yeah. him in this phone call over yeah, here. I don't like LeBron that much. Yeah, LeBron. no. LeBron. LeBron. <laughs> no, look, here's the but, thing. Like, d- does he deserve our respect? I mean, he's a great player, right? But yeah, he there, is. there's that like it's a different league than when even when Kobe was in, right? It's a different league when Kobe yeah. was in and obviously when when Jordan was in there. Um to- excuse me, totally different league and I think the refs it, oh gosh! Here we go. I think the refs call make make calls based upon um, what sells tickets. If that makes sense. Right. So does it so does it sell more tickets for LeBron to like, boom, just slam it in everybody's throat? You know, taking f- five or six different steps. Yes, of course. If they call it, then the refs are the bad guys. So I think there's a lot of you know internal pressure, probably from the league and everything else that kind of goes along with it. But, look, here's the thing. Let me kind of connect sports betting in the NBA. I probably wouldn't be watching basketball right now. But because I can because I can put five bucks here and there, I'll watch a game. <laughs> I don't know. The, what does that say about me? But I, I think I think overall it it, it does mean something when, when you have something on the line. And I think it does elevate just, just sports in general. So that can be that can be a good thing. Yeah, I remember uh... – you know, like before I was married or whatever, I, you know, I would buy the DirecTV Sunday ticket just because I was doing uh, fantasy football and I watched every damn game. Total waste of my time, but I was into it. Cause, <laughs> what, know, else, what else? What else you gonna do, bro? Fun. Yeah, fantasy yeah, what else football is fun though. If you have the time for it, you know, it was like just, you know, it was great. It was fun. When y'all you know, so I you, paid attention. Yeah, and, and you, you know, what's funny about. Not to go off on a tangent, but you know what's funny about fantasy football is like, and I think uh, Colin Cowherd, I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, but of course. Like, yeah, but he's like, why in the hell am I going to play fantasy football and put money up for, in, for like six months to try to get a return when I can just bet on one game? Right. But Good point. You know, you, yeah, I mean, fantasy football is like a lot of work and a lot of thought, and it's carried over the whole football season. And, you know, there's only two winners, or one winner, really. There's yeah. two the finalists, and you do it for – and the pot's pretty nice. It depends on the, the league, you know, the league, the league you're you play in. But yeah. it's like, Jesus, that's a lot of work to gamble for that <laughs> one time, you know. So so he, I think as fantasy football develops, I think it's it becomes more – or what it's becoming now is less about the winner and who's the loser. Meaning, who's the who's the? Have you ever watched the league on FX or, or Fox or whatever it is now? No, I, I have never seen that. Oh, bro, you gotta you gotta watch it, man. If you've ever watched the league, it is absolutely hilarious. They have something called the 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 sucko. The sucko is the trophy to the last place person, and they always gotta do something that humiliates the person who comes in last place. So, uh, I think I think what's gonna happen in the next couple of years is that fantasy football leagues are gonna be less about the winner. And more about the ultimate loser and what bad shit they have to do, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think. Look, I, I met some people from Cornerboard Youngsville, and they were uh, they're in a fantasy football league, and it's like a it's a big league, like fourteen or sixteen or something like that. People in it, and um, it's uh, what what do they say? They have to. Um, 
oh gosh, what is it? Oh, the sucko for this year coming up, they all agreed and they all have to like, I don't know if they have to sign like a legit contract or not, but the sucko, so essentially whoever comes in last place in the league, so the the uh, the, the loser bracket is more competitive than the winner's bracket, they have to like buy a sign out of their own pocketbook and put um, adult circumcisions and then put their cell phone number on it. And then they have to go on, like, the busiest street in Lafayette and, like, twirl the sign, right? So, <laughs> See, that's, that's – I like that. That's creative, right? Yeah. That's yeah. real creative, bro. That's not even finish the whole season. Just, like, if you're doing really bad, you just go ahead and succumb to your punishment, and then we don't worry about the winner. That's a real fantasy football season. Yeah. Because look, it's great. It's great if you put a hundred bucks in or whatever it is. I mean, and you got the more competitive leagues where you're gonna put in big bucks. But I've never been a part of a league more than like you know a hundred bucks or so. But um, man, look, I'd love to win whatever that is, whatever that 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 grand prize is. But man, the last thing I want to do is is hold a sign that says adult circumcisions and then with my cell phone number on it because who knows what kind of phone calls you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, get on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that even exist? I don't even know if that exists anymore, man. Yeah, Craigslist still out there, man. They oh, got some creepers on I'm there. I'm about to say, Craigslist is like should be the creepers list, man. That's yeah. <laughs> they got them on there, Craig. They got Craig, Craig Senior, Craig Junior. <laughs> I'm just trying to Craig sell my Mom. couch, man. Look, I'm trying to sell my couch. People hit me up like, "Hey, look, ship it to me." And I'll I'll mail you the money. I'm like mother mother effort. You better you better just give me the come over here, pick the damn couch up yourself, and give me the money yourself. You know. Yeah, you put on Craigslist, but Craig ain't mine. Shit, <laughs> Craig ain't mine. Nothing. Craig just got them assets, bro. He got yeah. them. He got them assets. I don't know what Craig gets out of any of it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Who knows, man? Maybe he sells God some. Damn. Maybe he sells some ads in there. It's almost like, hey, who is the guy in Facebook? Was it Jerry? Who was Facebook guy? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, no, no. Mark. MySpace, MySpace, MySpace. Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. Yeah. What about Big Tom? Everybody wanted to be Tom's friends on MySpace, but. Yeah, Tom Tom was a billionaire, and he had that shitty-ass photo on MySpace. <laughs> like, think... somebody, like, he was digging something out the trash, and somebody just took a photo out of him. <laughs> Come on, Tom. What's wrong with you, bro? Yeah. Oh, you boy Tom. That was his problem. That's why I never made it big. Because he didn't have a good photo. You gotta have a good quality photo. That's why MySpace ain't shit no more, right? Yeah, because I mean it's like digging something out the trash. Oh, my dustpan. Let me get this dust out the you know, and so it was like, Hey Tom, say cheese. <laughs> and he was like, Cheese. Jeez. He's like, shit, this is a good photo of a monster. This is a great, great, pro, uh, great profile pic. I'm going to put you in my top eight. I'm going to put you in my top eight. Yeah, your boy Tom had my space for like five years. Kept the same photo the whole damn time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Lord laughs> I love it so much. Well, Jonathan, man, it, it, man, we're, we're almost getting to an hour over here, man. So, yeah. man, it, it's, been, it's been a blast. So, thank, first off, thank you. For calling yeah. in, keep keeping me company over here and keeping it entertaining and fresh, you know. Since yeah. you know, yeah. Let, let me just say, fuck Carl and Tyler since they weren't able to to call in. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we love them though. Uh, next time y'all get together, I'm gonna come on there and we're gonna uh, all just come on, bro. Have a good discussion about um, to, uh, um, Carl and his uh, oyster problem. Them you know, oysters. His erection. Popping tips, bro. Popping tips, left and right. Figure that out and see what's going on. (laughs) 
Well, guys, pre- appreciate it, Jonathan. A special thanks to you, man, and uh, thank, thank, thanks for calling in and spending a little bit of time with us and talk, talking a little bit of bullshit on this end. But, guys, until next time, follow us on Instagram or IEG at Drunk in a Bucket. Don't forget um, Jonathan's Airbnbs on Instagram. That is at happy underscore Wimber. Oh, hold on. At happy underscore camper underscore Wimberly. <laughs> follow him. He, he always gets. A lot of underscores there, bro. <laughs> your boy, your boy <laughs> messed it up a couple times. <laughs> but but fo- give us a follow, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening in. And until next time, do so. Look, here's the thing. That, let me kind of connect sports betting in the NBA. I probably wouldn't be watching basketball right now, but because I can because I can put five bucks here and there, I'll watch a game. <laughs> I don't know the what does that say about me, but I, I think I think overall it 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 does mean something when when you have something on the line and i think it does elevate yeah. just just sports in general so that can be that can be a good thing yeah i remember uh you know like before i was married or whatever i you know i would buy the direct tv sunday ticket just cuz i was doing uh fantasy football and i would watch every damn game total waste of my time but i was into it cause, <laughs> what, know, else, what else what else you going to do bro fun. yeah fantasy yeah, what football else you is fun though if you have the time for it you know and it's like just you know it was great it was fun when y'all you know, i paid attention yeah and you you know what's funny about not to go off on a tangent but you know what's funny about fantasy football is like and i think uh colin cowherd i don't know if you know who he is oh, but of course like, yeah but he's like why in the hell am i gonna play fantasy football and put money up for, in for like six months to try to get a return when i can just bet on one game right but good point you know you yeah, I mean, fantasy football is like a lot of work and a lot of thought, and it's carried over the whole football season. And you know, there's only two winner, oh, one winner really. There's yeah. two the finalists, and you do it for. And the pot's pretty nice. It depends on the the league, you know, the league, the league you're play in. But yeah. it's like, Jesus, that's a lot of work to gamble for that <laughs> one time, you know. So. So I think as fantasy football develops, I think it's it becomes more, or what it's becoming now is less about the winner and who's the loser. Meaning, who's the who's the? Have you ever watched the league on FX or, or Fox or whatever it is now? No, I, I've never seen that. Oh, bro, you gotta you gotta watch it, man. If you've ever watched the league, it is absolutely hilarious. They have something called the 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 sucko. The sucko is the trophy to the last place person, and they always gotta do something that humiliates the person who comes in last place. So uh, I think I think what's going to happen in the next couple of years is that fantasy football leagues are going to be less about the winner and more about the ultimate loser and what bad shit they have to do. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think, look, I, I met some people from Cornerboard Youngsville, and they were, uh, they're in a fantasy football league, and it's, like a, it's a big league, like 14 or 16 or something like that, people in it. And um, it's, uh, what, what do they say? They have to... Um, Oh gosh, what is it? Oh, the sucko for this year coming up. They all agreed, and they all have to like. I don't know if they have to sign like a legit contract or not, but the sucko. So essentially, whoever comes in last place in the league. So the the uh, the, the loser bracket is more competitive than the winners bracket. They have to like buy a sign out of their own pocketbook and put um, adult circumcisions. And then put their cell phone number on it, and then they have to go on like the busiest street in Lafayette and like twirl the sign, right? So, <laughs> See, that's that's I like that. That's creative, right? 
Yeah. That's yeah. real creative, bro. That's not even finished the whole season. Just like, if you're doing really bad, you just go ahead and succumb to your punishment, and then we don't worry about the winner. That's a real fantasy football season. Yeah. Because, look, it's great It's great if you put 100 bucks in or whatever it is. I mean, and you got the more competitive leagues where you're going to put in big bucks, but I've never been a part of a league more than, like, you know, 100 bucks or so. But, um Man, look, I'd love to win whatever that is, whatever that 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 grand prize is. But man, the last thing I want to do is is hold a sign that says "adult circumcisions" and then with my cell phone number on it because who knows what kind of phone calls you're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Might as well, might as well uh, get on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that even exist? I don't even know if that exists anymore, man. Yeah, Craigslist still out there, man. They got some creepers on I'm there. I'm about to say, Craigslist is like, should be the creepers list, man. That's... Yeah. They got them on there, Craig. They got Craig, Craig Sr., Craig Jr. <laughs> I'm just trying Craig to sell my Mama. couch, man. Look, I'm trying to sell my couch. People hit me up like, hey, look, ship it to me, and I'll I'll mail you the money. I'm like, mother, mother effort, you better... You better just give me the come over here, pick the damn couch up yourself, and give me the money yourself. You know. Yeah, you put on Craigslist, but Craig ain't mine. Shit, <laughs> Craig ain't mine. Nothing. Craig just got them assets, bro. He got yeah. them. He got them assets. I don't know what Craig gets out of any of it. Yeah, no. Who knows, man? Maybe he sells God some. Damn. Maybe he sells some ads in there. It's almost like, hey, who is the guy in Facebook? Was it Jerry? Who was Facebook guy? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, no, no. Mark. MySpace, MySpace, MySpace. Oh, Tom. Oh, Tom. Tom. What about Big Tom? Everybody wanted to be Tom's friends on MySpace, but yeah, Tom, Tom was a billionaire, and he had that shitty ass photo on MySpace. Like <laughs> somebody, think... like he was digging something out the trash, and somebody just took a photo out of him with <laughs> their phone, and he's like, "I'm gonna put this on my mind." Come on, Tom, what's wrong with you, bro? Yeah, oh, you boy Tom, that was his problem. That's why I never made it big because he didn't have a good photo. You gotta have a good quality photo. That's why MySpace ain't shit no more, right? Because, yeah, I mean, it's like digging something out the trash. Oh, my dustpan. Let me get this dust out the, you know. And so it was like, say Tom, say cheese. And he was like, cheese. Cheese. And he was like, shit, this is a good photo of my space. This is a great great, pro, uh, great profile pic. I'm going to put you in my top. took it down. I'm going to put you in my top eight. Yeah, your boy Tom had my space for like five years. Kept the same photo the whole damn time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Lord, <laughs> I love it so much. Well, Jonathan, man, it, it man, we're we're almost getting to an hour over here, man. So, yeah. man, it, it's been it's been a blast. So, thank first off, thank you for calling yeah. in, keep keeping me company over here, and keeping it entertaining and fresh. You know, since yeah. you know, yeah. Let, let me just say, fuck Carl and Tyler, since they weren't able to to call in. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we love them though. Uh, next time y'all get together, I'm gonna come on there, and we're gonna uh, all just come on, bro. Have a good discussion about um. T- uh, um, Carl and his uh, oyster problem. Them you know, oysters. His erection. Popping tips, bro. Popping tips left and right. Figure that out and see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, pre- appreciate it, Jonathan. A special thanks to you, man. And uh, thank, thank, thanks for calling in and spending a little bit of time with us and talk, talking a little bit of bullshit on this end. But, guys, until next time, follow us on Instagram or IEG at Drunk in a Bucket. Don't forget. Um, Jonathan's Airbnbs on Instagram. That is at happy underscore camper underscore Wimberly. <laughs> Follow him. He he always a lot, get, of a lot of underscores there, bro. <laughs> but but fo- give us a follow, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening in. And until next time, deuce out.